In this episode of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, I'm going to be taking things back to the start and ask the question, why have a video strategy in the first place? Let's dive in. The world of video marketing for business is changing. And I don't want you to get left behind. G'day, I'm your host, Ben Amos, and welcome to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you the best in the world of video marketing, content creation, business growth strategy, and storytelling, along with practical tips, insight, and knowledge that you need to grow as a confident video strategist and build profitable businesses. Now let's get on with the show. G'day, my friends, and welcome back. We are in the third century of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. This is episode 201, so bring on 300, I reckon. Thank you so much to everybody for all the messages and support as we rolled out episode 200 and the celebration in last week's episode. It has been a wild ride, I can tell you. If we haven't met before, g'day, I'm Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing, and I'm your host of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. And if this is your first time to this podcast, thank you for joining me for this episode. You are in for a treat. Each and every week I bring to you the best in the world of video marketing and content creation and video marketing strategy. And if it's not a guest, it is often a solo show, just like this one today. Now in this episode, I'm going to be breaking things down right back to the basics of why you need a video strategy anyway when it comes to your video marketing. We're gonna be kind of talking about the foundation principles here that make a video strategy so important for video marketing for a business. But before we do, I just want to remind you of the competition that I'm running right now, where I'm on a bit of a push to get some more ratings and reviews on the podcast players of your choice for this show. And to, I guess nudge you a little bit to think about taking a few moments to leave a rating and review for this show. I am going to be selecting at the end of this month, that is June 2021, I'm going to be selecting at random three people who leave a podcast rating and review. Send me the screenshot of the review that you've left so that I know that it was you and you will be in the running because I'm going to randomly select three of those emails that I receive and Each one of you will receive a copy, a hard copy of one of my three favorite video marketing books. And those books are The Visual Sale by Marcus Sheridan and Tyler Lassard, The YouTube Formula by Daryl Eves, and Daryl's actually on the show next week, so stay tuned for that, or Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. Now, if you haven't read any of those books, add them to your reading list. You really need to check them out. Um, But if you have read any of them, then you'll be able to select one of those three that you want a hard copy sent out to you. So a reminder, all you need to do is leave a rating and a review. You can do that easily at engagevideomarketing.com slash review. Select the platform you want to leave the review on, take a screenshot and then email me ben at engagevideomarketing.com and you're in the running. It's as simple as that. All right, let's get into today's show. Now, As a listener to this podcast, I'm sure you recognize that online video is really everywhere these days across all social media and email campaigns in paid advertising in websites, across blog sites and and more. And, you know, I've been saying probably for the last six years that 2021, the year of online video, 2020, the year of online video, every year for the last 
five, six years has been declared the year of online video. But in 2021, it's no more true than ever before. When it comes to the role that online video is playing in business today and the importance of strategy, I like to break it down to two things. That is democratization and overwhelm. Now, let me explain. See, back in around the mid-1400s, a guy named Johannes Gutenberg, he changed the world and kicked off the Renaissance when he invented a thing called the printing press. Yeah, the Gutenberg press. You've probably heard of it before. Now, the Gutenberg press, prior to that being invented by Johannes, the production of the written word, it was tightly held by and controlled, really, by religious organizations whose scribes or monks would kind of meticulously meticulously hand-copied books, word by word, page by page, very slow and obviously very controlled and not in the hands of everyone. But with the introduction of the printing press, written communication of ideas was democratised and brought into the hands of the masses. Books became more widely available and in all sorts of different languages, leading to an age of enlightenment. Now, in many ways, more recently, we've seen this same renaissance happening with video production. The ability to produce video content is now in the hands and pockets, the smartphones of everyone. And if you combine that with greater internet speeds, high-speed mobile phone broadband, the rise of video calling, video creation tools and apps, and the increased simplicity for businesses to upload videos to various platforms, it's now video. It's now democratized and it's in the hands of everyone. It surrounds us everywhere. So as a result, you know what most brands and businesses are feeling? Yep, the other thing that I mentioned, and that is overwhelm. So let's add to that overwhelm first. So the stats are kind of crazy, right? There's more than 500 hours of video uploaded to YouTube every minute and some reaches researchers not reaches, some researchers said that on average, it would have taken someone 5 million years to watch the amount of video content the global that crosses global IP networks in a single month. 5 million years. Yeah, the stats are pretty crazy. The problem is, however, that much of that video that crosses these global IP networks is basically just rubbish. And as a business or in your video marketing, it's, it's hard to cut through all that noise. In fact, thanks to this, what I like to call avalanche of average content that bombards a digital consumer every day, creating video content that cuts through is hard. It's really hard. And when things are overwhelming, what usually results is inaction. For most businesses with all the best intentions to do video, that's in inverted commas, to we're going to do video for our business, they have the great intentions, but they just get pushed aside. It all becomes too hard. Does that sound familiar to you or to the businesses you work with? See, I believe that even when businesses are doing video, they're often approaching the whole thing the wrong way. I'll explain that further in a minute. But first, I want to share with you this quote, which I love and use all the time from ancient Chinese general Sun Tzu. Now, he wrote this, then this quote was from his book, The Art of War. Now, of course, Sun Tzu wrote this book with military strategy in ancient China in mind, not 
about digital marketing strategy today, but many of his key teachings can inform good marketing strategy in 2021. So he wrote, and this is the quote, strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. Tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. Now, let me break that down for you. When we consider video content online as a marketing tactic and the online video strategy as the plan of attack, so to speak, then I reckon Sun Tzu nails it with this quote as he describes that having a good plan in place, which is your strategy, but failing to implement with good tactics, which is, that's the actual videos, you know, that's a slow route to victory. On the other hand, simply implementing tactics or pushing out video after video with no real strategy, it could be just seen as a whole lot of noise before defeat. And I know that you don't want your videos simply contributing to that noise. See, another way of viewing this is to see the strategy as your recipe and the individual pieces of video content and other marketing tactics as your ingredients. So as a cook, if you were to simply throw a whole bunch of random ingredients together in a pot and just hope for the best, you may end up with a palatable dish, but chances are that you'll end up with a dog's breakfast. On the other hand, with a great recipe to follow, a strategy, seemingly unrelated ingredients used in unexpected and creative ways can create a culinary masterpiece, which ideally will get your customer's mouth watering and begging for more. You with me with that metaphor? Okay. So that's what we want to be aiming to do with your online video content. That is the importance of first designing an effective online video strategy. So we've established the importance of a video strategy from a theoretical perspective, but what about from a business perspective? See, most businesses, they approach video and doing video for their business from what I call a form perspective. That is, the the thought process goes something along the lines of, so this is kind of what they're thinking here. They're going, well, we need to do a video. Okay, cool. So what do we do a video about? And then they brainstorm, brainstorm some ideas. Maybe they take a look at what their competitors are doing or they otherwise come up with some ideas for videos that they want. And next, they figure out how to make those videos. So they might allocate some budget to hire a production company or maybe even convince their YouTube-obsessed teenager with a fancy camera to do it. Or maybe they'll have a go at doing it themselves. Then once they've made the video, they simply stick it up online everywhere, they pat themselves on the back, and a few months later, they might check in and count how many views they got. Sounds good, right? Well, no, not really. You see, I see this time and time again, and the problem here is that they're simply doing video for video's sake from a form perspective. And that might work, sure, but it's kind of like trying to bake a cake by throwing random ingredients together and just hoping that it turns out all right. Not you, though, as listeners to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, because As you listen to this show, and if you have been listening for a while, you'll be developing an understanding of how to approach video, not from a form perspective, but instead from a strategy perspective. And with a strategy perspective, the thought process looks more like this. First, you'll be saying, what do we need to change in order to grow our business? Perhaps it's more about 
people, more people hearing about the brand or, or getting higher numbers of visitors to a website or more foot traffic in a bricks and mortar shop or better, more engaged conversations on social media or more purchases in an e-commerce store, whatever it is. The first decision needs to be, what do we need to improve on? Next, it needs to be decided whether video itself is the right form in which to achieve this desired outcome. If so, so if, if video is the right way to do that, then you'd define the technical and creative strategy to make the videos happen and ensure they're engaged with by the right people. And then finally, you'll be ensuring that the relevant results are measured, analyzed and acted on to further improve the video strategy. This strategic approach to video is where the real power lies. So we understand the importance of having a strategic approach, but what does video strategy actually look like for your business? Well, there's certainly plenty of other episodes in the archives here of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast where we dive deeper into this. But when you're thinking about developing a strategic marketing approach for video for a business, the simple way that I like to refer to it is ensuring that the videos that you use are aligned to, to different stages of what in marketing terms we call the customer acquisition journey. And importantly, making decisions on how to decide what type of videos you should be using for a business right now. Okay, so let's talk about that kind of marketing buzz phrase that I just referred to, that customer acquisition journey. Sorry about the buzz phrase. I don't like to use buzz phrases like that, but don't let your eyes glaze over just yet or your ears glaze over just yet because if we push aside the jargon for a minute, let's just focus on one key thing here. And that's the importance of understanding that no matter what someone is buying or what you're selling in your business, everyone goes on a journey that leads them to a sale. So whether you're buying a donut as you walk through a local shopping mall or deciding which law firm to work with on a complicated legal matter, we all go through the same overarching buyer journey. That is, in its simplest terms, feel pain, seek solutions, and then decide on a solution. Sounds too simple? Well, it kind of is, but let me break this down further for you. We can consider the journey that a buyer goes on in basically three main phases. That is the awareness phase, the consideration phase, and the purchase phase. Buyers, they move at their own pace or at the pace in which we encourage them through our marketing to move through those three phases from awareness, consideration to purchase. So that is from a phase of awareness of a need through consideration of their options and then eventually to making a decision to purchase, a conversion, making a sale and everybody wins. As they move through this journey, your customers' needs change and so do the way we in our marketing need to be communicating to them. It's just human nature. It's the way our human brains work. I kind of liken it to dating. So consider that first date. You're at the awareness stage of that journey in the dating analogy. And as such, we understand the importance of dressing nice and smiling and making eye contact, telling stories and perhaps even making them laugh. We're doing things at this stage to get them to connect with us on an emotional level, to provide a good first impression as 
we understand in the dating analogy, it's so critical to get that good first impression at that first stage so that we can get them to the next stage and therefore further dates. And if we've successfully connected on the right emotional level with our date, then we move them to the consideration phase. Now, of course, we don't call it that in dating, but this is where we need to continue to connect emotionally with our prospect. But some rational decision-making starts to come into play. Our date is now wanting to learn more about who we actually are. They want to feel more informed, understand that they can trust us, that we fit with what they're really looking for in a partner and, and so on. So if we've done a good job here in this consideration phase, and everything's going well, then the relationship moves to the final stage, the conversion. Now, I'll let you work out on your own what the conversion is in my dating analogy. However, let's just say that if we go straight for the conversion, we'll usually end up with a slap in the face, right? Unfortunately, for so many businesses, that's exactly what they tend to do with their marketing. They go straight for the sale, for the ask without respecting the customer's journey and spending time building the right relationships first. Now, let's consider what's actually going through the heads of your customer as they move through the various phases to purchase from you. You see, at the awareness phase of the customer journey, a potential client or prospect is predominantly dealing with their own emotion. That is the emotional connection that they feel about the problem they have that will potentially, eventually, lead them to buy from you. Now, this emotion that they're feeling could be a negative emotion or a pain point in their life or even a positive feeling. Perhaps it's excitement or anticipation of what's to come. At the awareness phase, your customer isn't thinking about who can solve their problem or even really rationalizing what their problem is. They're all about what's in it for me. And when we understand this, the importance of communicating to your audience with their needs, their desires, their emotional state in mind becomes really clear. So in your video marketing strategy, what you'll be aiming to achieve in this first awareness phase is to connect with that prospect, with that ideal audience on the right emotional level to get them to buy into your brand well before you ask them to buy. I'll say that again. You, you want to get them to buy in, that's emotional connection, before you ask them to buy your stuff. So it's likely here that you want to think of your audience as cold. That is, they've never heard of your brand before. And so your video content here is designed to get them to sit up and pay attention, to connect emotionally with what you are all about and start them on the road to feeling that you are the right fit for their needs. Now, if you do this right, then your potential customer will be positively aware of your brand and ready to go on those second and third dates to engage further on their journey to potentially buy from you. So let's move to the second phase here, the consideration phase. And in this stage, remember, this is like your second, third, fourth dates, right? There's really three things here that an audience needs. In short, they want to be educated, inspired, or entertained. Okay, it's as simple as that. At the consideration phase, an audience or your prospect is interested in potentially purchasing from you, but is not yet sure who to buy from or even if they will be buying. As such, 
what they're aiming to do is to engage further. They want to take the relationship to the next level. You need to be there for them to do that. They want to learn more. They want to have their questions answered and seek out the right fit for their needs. Now, emotions are certainly still at play here, but rational decision-making is starting to come into play, right? So they've potentially bought into your brand. You've got that buy-in, but are you actually the right fit? Can you deliver on the promises you've made and can you actually help them? So the goal here with your videos is to educate, inspire, or entertain, to provide value to your audience without the expectation that they buy from you. Okay, putting more value into your marketplace. If you do this well, you'll move the right portion of your prospective customers further down this journey into the final phase, which we call the conversion. So as we move to conversion, human nature continues to play a part as now your prospect, your target audience, their rational brain starts to take control because we're getting close to making a decision to part with cash, right? So emotions are somewhat set aside as now it's all about the facts and figures. Your audience is saying to themselves here, okay, I I get what you're about and I think you're awesome. And I also feel that I can trust you and you're a good fit for me, but can you actually deliver? And what's it going to be like to buy from you, to work with you or use your product? Am I actually making the right decision here? So recognizing where your audience is at now at this stage, your goal for your video marketing strategy is to answer those lingering questions, to overcome any final concerns that a potential customer may have and to get them across the line to buy. By providing rational information in a strategic and human-centered way, you'll be able to now move your audience effectively through to a sale. And at the end of the day, that's what business is all about, right? Now, there is one more phase to consider here in the customer journey, and that's where a customer is following a sale. So ideally, we now consider them as in the advocacy stage of their journey. So that is, they bought from you, and now you'll be encouraging them to buy again or tell others about you, basically to have a great customer experience so that they become advocates, raving fans of your brand. So in the advocacy stage, it's all about maintaining positive brand connections and providing through your videos content that empowers your advocates to stay connected to consider future purchases and to share their experiences with your business, with others. Okay, so understanding how your customers move through that journey to buy from you, it's it's such a critical step in crafting an effective online video strategy. And and this insight into who, who, into who we're communicating to and how we need to speak to them at various stages That provides the backbone to strategic video marketing and it's it's really the direction that you need to ensure you're creating and using the right video content in the right way at the right time. So I hope that's been valuable to you as I've broken down for you the importance of looking at video content strategically and some of the foundational principles of developing an effective video strategy for a business. I would love to hear from you if you've got further questions or if you want me to unpack some of these ideas future, future? (laughs) In future episodes further. 
reach out to me anytime, ben at engagevideomarketing.com or tag me on Instagram at engage underscore Ben or come in and chat with me in the DMs there over on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you further. And of course, as I mentioned before, I am on a push right now for some more ratings and a review for the podcast. So if you've got value from this episode or any other episode of the podcast, I would love to hear from you. Leave a rating and review by going to engagevideomarketing.com slash review. Do that review on any platform of your choice. Take a screenshot, email it to me, ben at engagevideomarketing.com and you'll be in the running to win one of my favorite books to do with video marketing. My friend, thank you for spending time with me on this episode. I know we've gone fairly deep and fairly quickly, so feel free to rewind and listen to it again. And I will be back with you next week with another interview episode. And if all goes to plan, I should be bringing to you an interview with the awesome Daryl Eves, author of the book, The YouTube Formula. He is an absolute YouTube legend, and we're gonna be diving deep into the world of YouTube next week. So make sure you follow this podcast, hit that subscribe button, and I will see you next week for another episode of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast.